1: To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss.
2: A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty.
1: Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient. So you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed. And it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream, is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there.
2: Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Dolls. Guys. Rhysis. Averted. I was just averted. Thank God. I did not thank, push record on thank the God. Zoom. Thank God. I didn't push record on the Zoom. And we only got like, what, three or four minutes in was. It was. It was it's not like it was like. Yeah, a, it was like two minutes. Yeah. But I did. It truly, it could have gone on and then been. Then Heart people stopper. wouldn't have gotten their videos. And the, all this makeup would have been for naught.
1: Makeup looks great. On point. We were just talking about how I need to follow Lara's lead and like invest in like a good go-to hair stylist.
2: When you make the commitment,
1: it's a lot financially to yeah.
2: just put money and trust into someone else with your hair. It's a big leap. Yeah. And when it works out, it's the best thing ever. And when they betray your trust, oh, it cuts well deeper than a butcher knife.
1: From y- per your TikTok adjacent Suggestion with the coconut oil, the miracle oil, plus mm-hmm. my propiche.
2: You're looking lustrous.
1: It's, it's no, my hair is, is it's like thicker than it's ever been. And I'm just yeah. like, so now I'm like, okay, it
2: actually really is, right? You have like a mop of hair. I know. We, since I've known you, you've never had a mop until now. <laughs> Oh,
1: oh, I know.
2: That's true, though. No, you it's haven't. true. I it's might not listen. A shade. It's no, a it's compliment. not shade. It's
1: I'm I am as honest as as can be about you. My look follicle like challenge. Tur- you
2: look like you went to Turkey.
1: I know. So now I need to like really invest and like be careful with it and like make sure. Like right now, I like this length. I like yeah, when there's it's, really it's short becoming. on the sides. I get like kind of a little not full fade, but like very close to a fade on the sides, and I keep the curls on top. So it's like very like classic gay like Berlin kind of hair but I Mm want to start like really investing in an actual flow to my hair so it's not just me little boy going to the barber yeah you know what I mean like I'm ready to upgrade I'm in I'm in my third I'm in my 30s yeah and I it's so it's important I would like LA (laughs) I would like to to thwart going to Turkey to get a hair transplant I mean, at some point, I'm gonna get a hair transplant, but Look, like, I think I... at
2: all point, all roads lead to Turkey, but yeah. <laughs> Turkey is an inevitability. But and I Germany think apparently, it's good to postpone for as long as possible and just save, 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 save,
1: save, save. But for now, like the TikTok girlies are on to something.
2: One of the people that reminds me uh, at the front desk check-in at the hotel. Yes. I think he recently went to Turkey and he I mean, hair transplant looks very it's a very specific thing. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you either had an injury and like you're just showing up without a bandaid or you got like a full your hairline fully mm-hmm. transplanted. But he was like, like he had his hair transplant out for the world to see. He was like doing his job, like checking people in like front. He's like a forward facing employee and i was like house i was loving his radical transparency and i almost i had to stop myself from being like
1: i see you and i appreciate this i was
2: like did you hair i wanted to be like did you just get a hair transplant but then you can't really say that but i think you actually should be able to if someone's like we need to talk about it we need to talk about it men need to talk
1: about it i I'm, I've said it before. I don't. I can't tell you how many messages I've gotten from women being like, "I, for my husband or male-presenting partner, I need to invest butch wife. My butch wife. My butch <laughs> I, need wife to... <laughs> I need to invest in Propecia for them." So tell me your tell yeah. me about it. And I always am like, "It's okay. We need to be able to talk about it." I'd say about forty percent of the gays I know are on Propecia. Uh, I would maybe more, maybe 60,
2: 99% yeah. of the gays I know are on Propecia.
1: So there's no shame in it. It Another just happens. Every, every man. They have
2: good hair naturally.
1: Every man, yeah, but even then, every man's hair. No, I don't mean
2: actually, I, let me renege that. It's not good hair. They just have like full genetically. Right,
1: but that hair. starts to thin after it. It happens to every single male.
2: It, ob- it happens to females too. No, I know, but you guys have it a won't head happen start. To me, likely because sa- she's got a hair, lot of locks. Hair thickness is not my problem. Many other things are, but yeah, I've. Would love nothing more than you ne- for you yeah. to find your expensive hair person.
1: I also got a lead on something in Germany that I'll I'll keep in keep updated on.
2: What like a surgery?
1: A hair transplant.
2: Oh, love that! I'm all about a European moment. Oh yeah, or and I could, if I an could East just, Asian, yeah, West Asian, Turkey?
1: Turkey's Middle East, or Asia, Eurasia, yeah, I. You have to watch the Darcy and Stacy multi arc season arc where they go to Turkey for a full glow up. I do, and need you to see, watch that. Th- and it's really they they go to like a Turkish bath the night before, and they get like kind of manhandled by these like Turkish women, and they're just like in like this gorgeous Turkish bath, like in like one of those you know old atriums, and mm-hmm. they're just like rolling around naked on the floor and they stay at a villa and they get they get everything done and it's just it's incredible
2: it's important do they say the price
1: no but there i appreciate their candor with their surgery and their their surgery enthusiasts Mm -hmm. you know yeah but i had to i have to really that show is hard to watch so I have to really like, I get really depressed watching it, even though they're queens, and I live for their unapologetic twinness. They freak me out.
2: Mm-hmm. I um, am only watching marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I've gone back to season one, and I'm just like going through because I it's grounding and Comfort. It's a happy place. And I can only take that kind of stuff on right now.
1: Yeah, I get it. And it's it's kind of escapism because the clothes, the Yeah. Pat, the huge,
2: big budget.
1: Yeah. Big budget. Who's the guy that plays Lenny Bruce? He's I so not know. He's so fucking hot, though. I think he's so hot. He's sexy. And yeah. he actually
2: does look like Lenny Bruce. I, like, Googled Lenny Bruce recently, and I was like, hmm.
1: I've seen him in some stuff before. Love that Rachel Brosnahan is Kate Spade's niece. Did you know that?
2: Wow. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Nepo baby.
1: Nepo baby. Nepo
2: baby strikes again. Mm-hmm. Um, Ramona Singer. Axe Cuss from, from BravoCon. Damn.
1: I mean, that was inevitable.
2: Who will miss her?
1: No one will miss <laughs> Who's her. Who's
2: going like hoping that... What I'm like... I was texting with a friend about this and he brought up a really good point. You're like, I was texting was like, with Ramona
1: about this.
2: Yeah. I was texting with my friend R and I was like, Did you say? And she was like, No, I said, and then spelled it all out, which she basically did. Again. And so, page, page six, like, talked to her and she was like, I didn't say, I said, when I was talking to Ebony, I said N word, not, and then like, like, Sort of spelled it but then kind of said it again. But I'm like Ramona's retarded. So there's no world in which she eloquently says anything respectful where she knows how to act around like race, gender, sexuality. Like she will always put her foot in her mouth about all of it. And she's not like but my friend was saying like she's not an aspirational character, nor I don't think has she Ever been presented as someone that other women, gays, or anyone watching Bravo aspires to be. If anything, she's always the person. She's an she's an embarrassment to herself and is presented. (laughs) She's an an abomination.
1: She's always been an abomination, right?
2: I mean, like I'm. I don't.
1: She's a lesson. She's she's a lesson.
2: Yeah, and I think kind of sometimes. It's important to have lessons on TV so you know what not to do. So you I mean, know and how not to be. She's like, a rich retarded white bitch. Like <laughs> you like that is very fair.
1: She's a I mean what she to in, I think what she said is like reprehensible and the fact that she doesn't get it and did it again like yesterday basically. Like it's incredibly she's, on brand she's just like a very she's ramona has always been a very stupid person like yes she's like a biz but she's a she's not a bright person and she's what if she's she's dumb and she's ignorant and she's a bigot so you put all those together and she's a fucking just like squall of chaos She's a
2: walking seagull in
1: a dress she's, she is. She's a fucking racist. She's a gull. dumb idiot. She's basically gull. like a she's backwoods a, gull hick. In
2: a bob wig. Yeah, yeah. She just With lives like in a Manhattan. Watch on.
1: Yeah, she's like a fuck. She's from the sticks.
2: Um, I was thinking, what if Ramona came out as neurodivergent and changed the whole storyline about herself? Like, if she said that she, if at this moment she said, "I have autism."
1: Mm. no Let's, it's i mean what, this is beyond the pale PR, this is, if i was for is...
2: emergency pr i'd be like now's the time to play the autism card i would say Let's no i wait would wait for things to die down and then we're gonna do a big interview where you shine a light on female autism
1: i think it's time to fake her own death and change and just start again in like
2: She could do what my dad did when he drove into a sonic drunk, where it's like he got out of the car when the cops arrived and just pretended that he kind of had dementia and didn't know where he was. So she should also do that.
1: Pull like a Tom Girardi.
2: She could. Yeah, she could like just kind of. I mean, she's old enough. If she was a good enough (laughs) actress, she could kind of roam. If she just went roaming around the streets, I think, yeah, Romona If she just put a bathrobe on but no underwear and kind of had some tits flopping out and was, like, just kind of roaming around the streets, like, not knowing where she was, maybe she could watch the final episode of Sex and the City where Steve mom eats the pizza out of a trash can just to to do some character research. And then she comes out and says, look, I have been battling dementia for years. And Mm. this is that like she now has to go down like a health road or a fake your own death in order to get out of this. But I do think this is actually the end of her Bravo career.
1: Yeah, I think she's just going to be like relegated to like being haunting like Upper East Side bars. And like saying the
2: N word to anyone
1: and just being like
2: spitting distance, horrific, talking talking to herself about why she got fired from this job and re-traumatizing anyone in ears reach by saying her N word story over and over and over without understanding the implications of like why that was problematic or hurtful or bad in the first place
1: yeah she has no cons- like she clearly has no idea she's she not there understand. W- there was a photo of her today like snarling at a paparazzo like she's just a- see <laughs> i
2: hope she goes into like i she's she a needs terrible to go person into like beat down mo i want her to start just like beating the shit out of people on the street
1: but no, but that see that that is almost like that gives her i think her she's just gonna be this like drunk messy like rich racist lady that just like hangs out at like like steak bar like eating dinner at bars alone and just like hitting on like younger, like younger AK guys in their early fifties, like who are like married and just being like Last out that. You know what I mean? Like I just I see this trajectory for her for the next ten years and then she'll move to Palm Beach with all the other exiles.
2: Yeah, I don't think that I don't see her alone. I see her as probably having Quite a few friends that also feel she did nothing wrong. Well, clearly. she would also very much be in the same situation as her. They were on TV. Yeah,
1: I don't think Ramona is, like, keeping progressive company.
2: Well, I don't think she's, like, singular in her. No,
1: but she's just, like, a fucking, she's so stupid that she just says it. And look, <laughs> I've, if... like, she's, she's, over the years, like, yes, there have been moments where she's been a sleigh. But, like, overall, she's, she's been a she's been a gratingly a f- toxic person and has always freaked me out.
2: Yeah. I mean, she's, like, an entertaining nightmare. She's
1: unhinged. Like, she's never... She's, like, a loose... She's a loose cannon. She'll say the rudest thing to, like, in the wrong time. And...
2: Yeah, so it's, like, not a shocking progression of events that it came to this. Like, I just think it's that's just... That's, like, a very... That's, like, a very... When, like, reading that article, I'm like, oh, yeah, Ramona said all this shit.
1: Yeah. I fully can see it. It just, it's still, it's still, like, just, like, absolutely horrifying when you see, when you get confirmation of it. So, I think she just is, but, yeah, the Bravo con, like, it's like, yeah, good, don't, no one wants her there.
2: I will say, though, that if fucking Morocco, if Morocco girls trip is canceled because of this, Wait, not Morocco. Morocco's the one where Brandy... Me too, to Caroline,
1: Caroline, yeah.
2: Allegedly. and But which one is the one... Isn't there another one with all Rony
0: people?
1: Oh, Legacies. Roni Legacy? Caroline?
0: Um, I'm looking one sec, sorry. Well, there's, Caroline? There, there's season four um, <laughs> is the Rony Legacy one, and then the Morocco one was supposed to be before it, but they moved it to some point in 2024. But Roni oh. Legacy comes out in November. Hmm.
2: Mm. Well, (laughs) it's not over yet for old singer.
1: (laughs) I don't know what they're going to do there. I mean, it's a really, it's a bad, it's as bad as you can get.
2: Oh, it could always get worse, I would argue, because that's just like the name of the game. Like if she kept, if she keeps giving interviews, like they need to put her on a gag order because she literally... Is the type of person to just dig her own grave deeper and deeper. Hmm. Um, so she needs to just now be totally si- like it's silence time, silencio. Where's like Bravo Avery? Knows- <laughs> Bravo also knows silencio. I know she probably. Is fu- she like,
0: supposed to do a booth at BravoCon together? Booth.
1: Avery. <laughs>
2: Jesus. Avery's. I can't.
1: Avery's had a rough road.
2: Here's the thing. What? What? <laughs> the. I'm just, like, imagining... Like, I'm imagining, like, subjecting these people on Bravo to BravoCon is honestly, like, horrific. (laughs) If you knew that you had... If you got to... You used to just be able to get on a reality show and be, like, a drunk, fucking racist piece of shit, piss your pants, just fucking piss everyone off, be disgusting. But then you just get to, like, go home and, like sleep you don't have to like pack your bags go to las vegas and man a booth of people who are like snarling fans and then have to do like a panel where you like talk about all the shit that you do like it, it's they're making them go to like trade shows have you <laughs> ever been to a trade show mm,
1: my dad has when he for his company
2: i've been to some trade shows and it is like i can't i truly i'm just like god bless the people that go to these oh no i shows. have been
1: because art puzzle is basically a trade show yeah art design like miami art fair is yeah that's true that's it's different chicer. because
2: there's like art there sh- it's chicer and people want to buy yeah. expensive expensive things this is like it's like up in the ex- air this is like expo and trade show levels like i've been to like marijuana trade shows because my sister used to work in that industry and that was very like booths and men in like cargo shorts and flip flops with beards, <laughs> talking about Bud. But like this, this is true. Like imagine getting paid millions of dollars and then having to go man a
1: booth at a trade show. What if one day Bravo opens an amusement park?
2: They should. I'm I mean, just like just... that. Seems it seems really inhumane. Do, do 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 they do you get paid to go to BravoCon?
1: I think so. It's also just great. I don't know if you do, but it's just like the the clout is like the vertical integration, quote unquote, of it is like you can't buy that. I mean, th- that video last year of Vicky being greeted by like a hundred people screaming and crying for her, like
2: I mean, that was great.
1: No, but I'm just saying, like you don't where did do, well where else? Are, they love this shit. It's not inhumane. They live for it. These are the most. Most of these people are the most like narcissistic people you can get, and who would just want to be like bukaki by loved. attention, and they they love it. They they are the queens of trade. Show. I bet some of them are already there right now, setting up their little booths. When <laughs> I does bet it start Vicky, tomorrow, Vicky?
2: But v- see, Vicky's vo- like a Vokey. trade show. Vokey. Vokey is all about that trade show oh, life. Vicky because is a coach- in the insurance industry. Do born you trade shows born she's been at a trade to. Show? Show. Yeah.
1: Her children were conceived Koro. at trade shows, probably. Koro. Yeah.
2: She gave birth to her children under the. A folding <laughs> and then went table
1: right back, <laughs> back to work.
2: As she signed, as she signed many people up for life insurance.
1: Vicky Vookie, sign the dotted line. Sign the line. There's ooh, nothing Vookie loves one more. One
2: more. One Sign here.
1: Is Dewinda going? Probably.
0: Yeah. She doesn't. Is. Everyone just have to go.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm just like, it's...
0: She's selling bourbon at her booth.
1: Oh, she doesn't need to be in, in the alcohol sales. She needs to be
0: <laughs> See, it's drying so dark the fuck out. It's so fucked up. My favorite She'll never... is Sheena selling her good-as-gold vinyl that she gave to Andy, which I will buy.
2: <laughs> yeah, I got that. That's really good. That's a framer. That's a heirloom. That's an antique. An One heirloom. day, a hundred years from now... <laughs> Sheena's vinyl of good as gold, the gold vinyl, like that will be on Antiques Roadshow and someone will be like, this is worth. Storage Wars. (laughs) $70,000. That seems like worth it. When are they going to have a
1: statue of Sheena and Azusa? They need to give
2: her the key to the city.
1: Mm -hmm. Let's see.
2: The lineup. The bo- Bravo Leopardy booths... What? The booths kill me. To have to, like, man a booth is a fate worse than death, in my opinion.
1: Peruse the Bravo Bazaar.
2: Sandwiches?
1: Sandwiches, anyone? Wow.
2: Preview. They can preview the sandwich.
1: <laughs> Last year's Bravo Con looked like... Remember, we were, it looked like the Insurrection? Yeah. It was, like, full Dawn of the Dead vibes, and... I was chilled to the bone. <laughs> Carnival I think Cruise. This will Clorox. Look,
2: I think this will be more, even more insurrection because it's more centrally located. I, yeah. I feel like easier a, to get to and more accessible to like more like randos.
1: The Javits Just Center the <laughs> was taken over. Oh, wait. It's
2: depravity.
1: Hilton is sponsoring. Interesting. Lay's and Juvederm. Wow. <laughs> it's brought
2: to you by Lay's and Juvederm. <laughs> yeah.
1: State Farm. Get the fuck out. Studs. No.
2: Wait. Wayfair. Lay's also is like a huge yeah. partner. Chips. you Something You'll play. about her. It's a. Lay's is like a pivotal part of something about her. Meredith Marks. chips or no chips.
1: Meredith Marks will be selling her jewelry. She buys Sheree. Oh my God. I don't give a shit about the Summer there House is a Meredith. thing.
2: No, I don't. I mean, I, I care about the Summer shit. House, but I don't give a fuck about Winter House. But Meredith Marks Jewelry, for anyone that's listening and has like 1700 to $2,000 that they're looking to spend on something, Um, A, sign up for the Sup Patreon. It's a really good deal.
0: Why does Shannon have a booth? That seems way too soon to put herself out there. I
2: like it. Well, she's got to sell those vitamins. <laughs> Delicious pairings from the pop up experience of something about her. The highly anticipated Los Angeles area sandwich shop teased on Vanderpump rules. Pairings? Wine and chips?
0: I saw something in the news yesterday that was like they're not going to have any references to Vanderpump rules in the restaurant because they want it to be completely separate. But like, that's the only reason that it exists.
2: And which restaurant? In-
0: something about her it's a restaurant quote-unquote interesting
2: wow the carnival cruise line a sponsor that aligns clorox also aligns DoorDash, one hundo. hilton why not juvederm lays presenting sponsor nexus oh that's a hair care land i'm shark beauty i don't know it but sure state farm okay studs oh yeah earrings that's a big that's smart ulta beauty mm-hmm. wayfair sure wendy's
1: Wendy's.
2: why not yo play okay yo play yo play wow lots of a care okay so if anyone has the tea the, no not the tea if you have the funds and you're looking to go into bravo con and you're looking to spend like if you can like just throw 1700 to 2000 dollars at something and you like want to walk away feeling glam meredith Marks does sell emerald rings like rings just like with a full band of emeralds or other precious stones right and i Tried one on when I went to the Sutton store when she sold her jewelry line at Sutton store, and it was nice. And I said, "I would venture, I'd, buy to, this.
1: I'd venture to guess that anyone going to Bravo Con can probably shell out seventeen hundred dollars for something."
2: Mm, I don't think you're overestimating. I think a majority of people going to Bravo Con, Shelled out the that money to just go to BravoCon Well, and if people have the are experience,
1: if people are auctioning for like hundreds of dollars or no, how much was the Raquel hoodie? Seven thousand didn't get auctioned for. People are willing to spend. Yeah, on, but on I'm these... just
2: saying, like, don't spend that on a hoodie.
1: Spend it on an emerald that
2: goes to like charity. Spend it on an emerald ring for yourself. <laughs>
1: Speaking of Meredith Marks, do
2: something for you for once.
1: Let's get into this. Yeah, I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. and you're listening to Sexy,
2: Sexy, Unique,
1: unique Podcast. Podcast. Salty. You talk Um, This episode is about mothers and daughters.
2: This episode, this show is so good. Like, I love watching these women work.
1: My mom's surprising take from Dorothy, she said, I find it very boring. I was well, like, Mom.
2: Perhaps Dorothy's triggered by familial discord drama and familial bonds being frayed.
1: Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not um, dad,
2: not coming for anyone. I'm just saying like that's interest that's an interesting take, and I have to respectfully with love and light disagree with her because I think that there's I could watch Monica and LD I, spend an entire week together. I want a camera on they should be on Amazing Race. They I need them under surveillance at all time.
1: Maybe this is where I I mean, I'm like my mom in a lot of ways, but maybe I can't. After this season, I don't want to see LDA ever again. (laughs) I am so disturbed by her. She is literally Patty Clark. Who she is, Patty Clarkson and sharp and sharp objects, but like she's to to the nth degree.
2: Natalie Portman's mom in Black Swan.
1: So it's garbage. She's she's Barbara Hershey,
2: one of the scariest people I've ever seen on TV. An a uh, absolute borderline baddie, but I Terrible. need I need you crave sh- I needed more of it. I crave it. I never wanna be any, i don't ever want to even be in the same city as her i hope to never meet her in person i do never want to she's gonna
1: have with a her. booth at bravo con.
2: <laughs> she is a great booth energy she you know she's gunning to get to bravo con
1: she she'll she's like her booth will be like that woman who does the monster energy drink like 666 have you ever seen that video Mm-mm. i think you posted it before on, on sub's instagram she like she proves why Monster is like a satanic and she, anyway that's that's her. I'll I'll post it on something.
2: Yeah, like she terrifies me, but like I I'm so riveted by her and Monica's relationship dynamic and how toxic it is, and I'm like on i'm on one hand, I'm like, Monica, you need to cut this person out of your life completely. like this woman will never be the person that you want her to be, and you're so enmeshed and it's so bad like you should not speak to her, but on the second hand, I'm like, you should definitely keep in touch with her the entire time you're a cast member on this show. Well, I think and Monica's film multiple scenes with her and keep this relationship going for as long as humanly possible.
1: I have a few theories, I think Monica is really savvy and knows that this is gold and she's willing to like be in the you know line of fire with her mom on camera because she knows like this is gonna like she knows like my mom is the the craziest bitch
2: in the entire fucking world
1: and i also think that she's my other theory is that she's doing this as a way to get rid of her mom like to this is like her mom is so crazy and so evil and like just vindictive that the only way to truly rid yourself of this person is to bring them on national television and humiliate them <laughs> and expose them for being a terrible parent and a god awful person. And this is the only way you can do it because it's like she's almost That's like so you. True. She's almost like you all need to see what I have what
2: ha- done for you.
1: I want you to bear witness to this. And this is the – it's, like, truly – like, it's, like, a public exorcism, and it's the only way to get rid of – because they're not speaking right now. And she's on Twitter. She's taking to Twitter. LD's been but blasting Monica on Twitter. I need to Twitter. be on
2: the show. I need her to always be no, on the well, show. No, well, she'll be on the they show. They need to make her a friend of
1: – She Even if she – if they're not talking, she'll be on the show. But I'm just saying – She I better
2: think, be – I can't let this woman go. She has
1: – She's a horrible she, person. I've,
2: I've never – I, re- I not never, but I rarely experience this level of like, I cannot tear my eyes away from the way someone is acting. I'm like, her, her eyes, she has the most beautiful eyes, but they're also like, she's so fucking crazy. She truly is like, I've never seen such a clear presentation of like borderline personality disorder on reality television. She'd be like, great. This is like textbook. She is like Put her in the DSM, like link to this episode in the DSM.
1: She's a great. She'd be a great cult leader if she had I people. Don't even know about that? No, if she I had people like managing too vol- her.
2: Too volatile.
1: Yeah, that's true. Too volatile. So we come up on Whitney and she is talking to Justin in their kitchen and she's like, "In all my sessions with my energy healer and my therapist, it keeps coming up that I need to meet Mary and make things right with her."
2: Her husband comes in and she he goes. Hey, and she's standing there. She was, hey. "Hey, yeah."
1: They're on their last legs. I just legs. got off
2: the phone with Mary. Um, yeah, so she's gonna go to dinner with Mary, and then they have like a fake conversation about their schedule. Where I was
1: like, "You knew this. You're
2: not when you do stop doing this. You're not having this sc- schedule discussion for the first time on camera.
1: No, it's fake.
2: You're simply not. Whitney's a bad Goodbye.
1: actor. Um, yeah. Justin's g- going to a trade show." And I know, has to miss too- daughter Bobby's 13th birthday.
2: That's a little crazy. Yeah. It's
1: a big deal. Part of me felt like it was fake.
2: Or like they already talked about this.
1: She goes, I What? Feel like all
2: the scheduling stuff they already talked about. And they were like, got on the same page of being like, It really sucks. But like, are you sure it's okay if I go? Like, I'm, if you give me the okay, like I'll tell them that. And, or if you say no, like, I'll tell them I'll, like, work it out or I'll go a day late or something. And she's like, no, you must go. Go. And then they have these discussions in- on camera. And he's like, wait. Uh... Yeah, he
1: seemed caught off guard. He is... What is this ca- What is this company? Is he working at, like, a startup? I don't want to know. know. I don't want to know. It feels like MLME. I
2: don't want to know and I can't.
1: Whitney goes, it would really help me if you were there. I have to do that. And I have an opening event for a charity. So I have a lot to do. And he's like, well, yeah, I'm not booked and busy. I won't be able to help you. And she goes, fine. So Love you, Jay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they are getting divorced.
1: Heather and Monica go snowmobiling, which is so random to me. But I loved it.
2: Seems dangerous. All I can think about is a simple plan where someone dies snowmobiling. And it, it, it's just always stuck with me since I read that book. And I'm like, mm. you got to be careful out there. But this place seems reputable.
1: Yeah, they live, laugh, love on the slopes, and then they take coffee at a little ski chalet.
2: And Monica reveals the reason she's so fucked up is because her mom left her when she was 12 with a random couple in Pennsylvania while she went off to, like, pursue her dreams in New York. What does that mean? I don't know, but I was like, well, that tracks, like. I was like, this woman does seem like the kind of woman who would treat her child like a dog. Like, be like, you can, will you dog sit for my child while I like go to New York? And then I just wrote, some people shouldn't have kids.
1: No, she doesn't love Monica.
2: Yeah, I don't even think she loves herself. No,
1: definitely not. Heather goes, when I saw you leaving Angie's with your kids, carrying them with no shoes on, I felt for you.
0: It was like
2: Monica didn't have shoes on her kids, didn't have shoes. Who was but, not who was shoeless?
1: Heather's like, Look, my mom, like, basically has rejected me from our family because I got divorced. So I, I kind of understand what you're going through, which is crazy. She's like, She blamed me for the entire divorce. When your parent doesn't take your side, it is like the worst feeling,
2: which, yeah, that's I cool feel like crazy.
1: Yeah, that doesn't really shouldn't really happen at all, but like. That's a, it's a very, it's absolutely destabilizing, and I get why Monica is so fucked up.
2: Yeah, I would say, I definitely want more info. Like, I would love, like, a PowerPoint of the entire scenario. hmm I would love to just actually have it presented a PowerPoint of exactly bullet points of what Monica thinks happened, and then bullet points of what LD says happened, and then make up my own mind about what happened and then and then interview the family yeah and then there's a lot of things there's just a lot that's left out and like left to the imagination i need more details
1: yeah so she's like my dad left me when i was four and my mom left me when i was 12 so i have my
2: mom treat (laughs) asked people to dog sit for her while she went to new york but the dog was was me and i was 12 damn and the people were in pennsylvania
1: this is your mom. You have a gay dad and you have a mom who doesn't love you. It's like, it's a lot going on. Your dad left you to be with his boyfriend in Florida and your mom took off to go like dance for pennies in Times Square or something. I don't know. What What was the job? What was his dreams?
2: What was the dream I have job?
1: no idea. I wanna know. Like, was she
2: going to be on Broadway? Do we know what the dream job probably was idea? wanted to be has an, an ac- act- I bet she wanted to be
1: an actress.
2: She has the eyes and the personality of an actress. <laughs> I need to know has LD tweeted about what her dream she said she's on X, just Xing it up?
1: She's Xing it up. She hasn't said anything about the dreams, but like I know I can feel that she's an she's an actor. This is why any so many of the people that are on the show wanted to be actors.
2: Here's important redditors doing the work. Okay, who has the T on LD? No one knows. Damn.
1: <laughs> no one has the T. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think I think it's something I I you know I think it's like something in the middle. I don't. I feel like unless you're I don't know, who knows. I mean, like was maybe... it like
2: baby boom? Like she had to get like a big time corporate job. Yeah. Who were these people? I just need to know more. I thought they They were were neighbors. She
1: she said, Oh, she said on Twitter that they were neighbors of theirs that lived in the same unit or something. And then they moved to Pennsylvania. So they were like family, friends, slash, like former neighbors. And then she was like, Hey, I'm on the way to New York. Can I drop my kid off and you live with her for a year?
2: Do you think (laughs) they. What if she bait and switched them? What do you mean? She's like, "I need you to like watch my gerbil while I am in New York. Oh. Do you mind doing that?" And then she's like, "Actually, like
1: it's my, my gerbil
2: died. It's my daughter. Do you mind that?"
1: Yeah, what do you I mean, you can't How like How
2: long was it for? Was it for I think like 3 days? No,
1: I think it was a year. That's Caroline? Crazy.
2: You can't live just in a one bedroom apartment. I think it was a year. Apartment. I guess when Honey, you're trying to suck and fuck your way into Broadway, you can't really have like a 12-year-old around.
1: Yeah, I think I think she was probably Trying to be some sort of show business success and then was like, well,
2: she was going to go like audition for vaudeville. But then when she got to New York, she realized vaudeville hasn't been around for
1: 70 decades. years. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's not, then she reveals that her mom was also Oh, she says that later. But so we got to
2: really borderline to leave your kid in Pennsylvania with some neighbors in like while Allent- you really go to New York
1: Allentown or something.
2: I know like also nothing could be worse out like than just being stuck with people you don't know in Pennsylvania unless it's like Philly no but like
1: it's like every I'm telling you every time I've said this before every time I see a Pennsylvania license plate in LA I'm like they're on the run
2: <laughs> you shudder
1: I see it a lot actually I've also been seeing a lot There's of Jersey plates. so
2: dark-sided about Pennsylvania
1: we can't even begin Monica to talk would about know
2: it. Well, I have a question for you. Me? Yeah. What? What would you do if Daddy John knocked on your door and wanted to convert you to the gorgeous religion of Mormonism?
1: I don't know. I'd let him think he won to get to Would you try and make to him get a deal? To that
2: <laughs> <laughs> would you try would you say like
1: I'll make a deal I with want, you?
2: Like I really want to believe in Jesus Christ of the Latter-day Saints, but I'm gay first I'm gonna need to suck your dick would you say if you let me suck your dick I think I I would have a hard time like
1: being that I think I would have a hard time like
2: being so forward
1: no not at all but I mean like being slightly deceptive like that
2: or just be like I if you what if you sensed there was like a
1: vibe I would make a move
2: Mm mm-hmm it's not like, continu- it's not like
1: necessarily a no.
2: tit for a t- You're like, look, just because I'm not saying this is like, are a you talking about Big John now or then?
1: I want to say now. He's
2: hot. Yeah. But I, but like, you would say,
1: let's trade Look, me. it's
2: not just trade because <laughs> you're letting me suck your dick that I would become Mormon, but it certainly would help me. It wouldn't hurt.
1: Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to like put you in a weird position, but like, but, like, I'm it's consenting. more likely
2: that I will become Mormon. Maybe. I'm actually not committing, but there's more likelihood that I might if I suck your dick. Yeah, maybe.
1: <laughs> Big John talks to Jack about his mission that he did in Vegas. I was like, wow, you really lucked out.
2: Well, you wouldn't have been the first one to suck his dick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, he milked in cows. In Vegas, he's
2: seen things. In Vegas?
1: Yeah, he said, Look, I was milking cows.
2: I know, but that doesn't add up for the Las Vegas. I know I'm not familiar. Maybe he was
1: with on the outskirts. There's the like farms. Bovine, I don't know.
2: Bovine culture of Las Vegas. He wrote. I'm like John. Those weren't udders.
1: He's like, look at my journal entries. You see his journal entries as like an 18 year old. He's like, I, I got a vision from God to, to convert a family. The
0: guy
1: <laughs> to convert a family of four. That creeped me out. It's fucking creepy. Yeah, I was like,
2: that's a that's a lot. This is
1: a lot, and I have to say something. I prayed I feel and prayed like
2: so that I could convert a family of four is so oddly specific. It's like, so wouldn't creepy. You just think, I know that like people say you should ask for what you want in life like you and you should get specific to like manifest it. So like kudos to him for that. But also like when you're writing, why is a man are you writing about dreaming of a family of four? It's you it's care. giving
1: like BTK.
2: It's so BTK.
1: I'm very freaked out by this plot line. Like I've joined I've now joined Heather in the ranks of like clutching my pearls at this because I feel like Jack is we kind of talked about it before but I feel like he's resenting his mother and oh yeah he hates her and and being he's like googly eyes all like father like I'm your son I'm in your image but I feel like because my theory is because Daddy John is like a full blown Mo- Mormon like accepted into like the tabernacle and like where's the lo- the loins and stuff I feel like he is more into him and he sees his mother as like a heathen kind of. And I feel like yeah, I he's beginning he thinks
2: of her as like a dumb bitch.
1: No. And I think I'm sensing this like sub like kind of men are superior to women a little bit.
2: Yeah. I, mean, I think it's like very telling the way you act and feel about your mom as a man is like telling of the way you kind of regard women. Period.
1: Yeah. And like there's one thing like moms and embar- like that's what they, they embarrass their teenage sons like that's what they yeah, do but like to but roll his... your
2: it's like he minimizes her and rolls her eyes and i'm like your mom's the fucking queen of sundance your mom is lisa barlow one of the most important people
1: in america today to
2: exist in the past like 10 years thank god she was born like you have no idea how lucky you actually are, and you're gonna sit here and act like she's so stupid and everything she does is dumb and like she's like fuck you. I hate how disrespectful he is, and I feel like he's trying to get his friends to also laugh at her. They and do I don't laugh that at I
1: saw that too. Um it's it gives she, me Unreal Housewives of Dallas, Cameron Westcott's husband, who's like the short, like rich little fuck, and he's like minimizes her constantly. Because she's, like, six foot five and, like, gorgeous. And he has his kids, like, treat her like she's an idiot, too. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're learning to minimize the mother from the father. And I feel like I, it's a testament to, to John a little bit.
2: Well, I think it's time for John to step in and say. Spar the rod, beat the child. Your, <laughs> you can't treat your mom like that. And you cannot act like that. She's your mother and she's my wife. And she's Lisa goddamn Barlow. Have some fucking respect.
1: Well, first she walks in and she goes, Hey, what are you guys up to? (laughs) Jack's getting his call in three days' time about where he will be going on mission. So Lisa's having a big party for him. She goes, What do you want at the party? And he goes, Liquid Death and charcuterie. And Lisa goes, That's it? That's so boring.
2: He goes, Boring is good. And she goes, Okay. Imagine the Queen of Sundance offering to throw you... A huge party and you being like a little prick about it. I also was stopped in my tracks literally mid-bite of my salad by John Barlow's tie-dye Moschino sweatshirt. I said, I need it. Excuse me? Need it? <laughs> what? I literally was like, why on or I was like, he looked like he looked like salad. he looked that like was, Lebusi. That was truly, I was like, this is a citizen's arrest. I he was looked, like, Lisa should divorce him on those grounds well, alone. No one, he looked no really one, bad. No gender of person. That's a sweatshirt a dog should wear. Even <laughs> a dog, even a dog. Didn't he kind of look say. like? That's hideous.
1: Didn't he a little bit look like Lebusi?
2: I don't, I literally was mid bite and I stopped and my salad fell. From my fork back into the trough I was feeding from and I literally couldn't my mouth was agape at that sweatshirt think about marrying someone and pledging to spend the rest of your life with them and you have kids and you have a full life together and you say we're gonna go out to dinner for the show that I'm on I'm the queen of Sundance Lisa Barlow like let's go we're gonna go out to dinner and your husband shows up I gotta In say that sweatshirt,
1: I think Lisa probably approved it. There's no way john i'm I'm sure Lisa got it for him. It was a rare miss for our queen.
2: I think John got it for himself, I don't. thinking that Lisa would like it, and then she just accepted it because she has bigger fish to
1: fry. I just love her going that's it. that's so boring.
2: I love her going k k k she goes, i don't know i'm really beginning to feel like. Jack doesn't have any care or respect for what I say. And I don't understand him. Like, what? He wants to get frosted tips? Okay, whatever. I love her shitting now on his hair.
1: I know. She's dragging him to hell. Basically, she just wants, like, a cool gay son. And she's not going to get it.
2: I would imagine just having her as a mother. I I would be obsessed. She goes, look, whatever you do, wherever you end up, What's gonna happen is like if you want to come home, you can. Like our doors will always be open. And what I want to tell you is like something that really happened to me that scared me, and that is I had a roommate in college, and one night I came home and she was sitting on my bed wearing all my clothes, and I said, "What are you doing?" And she said, "I wanted to see what it was like to be you for a day." I was like, "Are you sure?" what this Single psychological white thriller? I was like, give me more information, and I one hundred percent see that happening to her. I and believe her, but I was also like, was
1: what? damn you. <laughs> what? It's hard sometimes on Zoom.
2: The person who said that and did that to her was me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you were her roommate in the in the nineties.
2: Mm-hmm. What have you found out? Right now, I was like fifty five.
1: She goes, yeah. She was so weird. Oh my god, you might meet some weird people.
2: uh i would say that your chance of meeting really weird people is so much higher on a mormon mission than it is going to college
1: 100 percent prepare someone
2: wearing your clothes is the least of your worries on mormon mission
1: yeah i think you're more likely to meet someone that will like one day like yeah
2: do you know what this is also Literally, I'm now remembering our last episode where we thought that Jack was going to get taken. And now I actually do think he's about to get taken.
1: Well, wait, hold on to it. <laughs> Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or was it something that started much earlier?
2: Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be dime beauty.
1: unlike any others on the market.
2: Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription.
1: Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you.
2: Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos, and you will rise to the top of the heap, and you will be deified and worshiped for the rest of your days walking this planet
1: because as anyone who has siblings know that's the only goal on mother's day is to be the favorite
2: and if you're an only child you're still competing with all your other extended family members and it's important to wage a war
1: and come out on top if you're an only child you're also at war with yourself
2: So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life, an aura frame, you load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking, you digital frames are bleak, but I'm telling
1: you this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy to use app. So you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading.
2: I gave my mom an Aura frame and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology, like barely even understands how to FaceTime. And I said, just let me, just let me. And I set it all up for her. I plugged it in. I fired up the app. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame.
1: That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply.
0: You might find
2: yourself depressed about getting older, bemoaning the effects of gravity on your sagging, wrinkly skin, Missing the collagen you had in your 20s and dreaming of all the opportunities that passed you by. Ultimately, you might believe the best years of your life are behind you. But before you pull the plug, let us guide you through a haul about the perks of aging on this week's episode of Too Niche.
0: Thanks to a recent riveting article from The Guardian, we are hauling the peaks that await you from the age of 40 well into your sunset years. Too Niche, new episodes every Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: So Meredith arrives to meet Heather and Mon and Wheatney for a cross-country skiing moment. The way Monica.
2: Meredith... Go ahead. You go.
1: The way, first of all, Whitney arrives wearing (laughs) a midriff. I was obsessed with her cutout. Mm -hmm. She
2: came to serve.
1: She came to serve and she came to play.
2: (laughs) Cross-country skiing is kind of of hell because you can't make any turns because only your toes are connected to the skis and your heels aren't. And you just are going in a straight line. And if you try and turn it all, you'll fall.
1: Yeah, it looks really arduous.
2: It's hard. I did it once in high school and I was like, never again.
1: The way Meredith moves while cross country skiing is like mesmerizing to me. She moves in this like narcotic, like drippy, just like fluid motion. And I'm like, she is a creature. I'm obsessed with her.
2: Her voice even slows down. As she cross country skis, her voice becomes even more narcotic.
1: It's almost like she goes into like a like a dissociated like cocoon and her body goes on autopilot and she just mm. 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 Monica and Whitney are not so good
2: no, and I can't fault them for that, but yeah. at the end of the ski. Venture. I also was like, they skied probably like fifty feet. I know <laughs> they skied fifty feet and then sat down to like get to the meat of the scene, which was the like big serious talk. Wait, I realize re-
1: I realize Meredith like, looks like a she moves like a camel.
2: Mm, she's very camel coated. Mm-hmm. Monica reveals that everyone's like, "Whoa, nice Range Rover," and Monica's like, "Oh, well, I have to actually rent this Range Rover because." My mom took mine away. Like I pay the bills, but her name is on the lease or the
1: credit card or whatever.
2: Yeah. And after the big old fight at Angie K's Easter party, she said, if you don't give me back the car by like 4 p.m., I'm going to call the police and say it's stolen. Psycho.
1: So she says that whenever her mom, whenever she does something that her mom is pissed about, she, punishes her by taking away her car which is like
2: mvp mvp villain shit
1: mvp worst mom ever
2: but also doll not to victim blame and this is not a victim blame this is on you you want a range rover like you could have had a toyota a used rav4 or you could have gone for like a used honda crv You could have gotten, like, a very good deal on a car that you maybe were able to afford or didn't have to, like, put someone else's name for, like, I don't know what her credit situation is. It's someone that has had a torched credit history. I know the struggle of having to have someone else, like, co-sign. But... If you you know who your mom is and you're playing with fire, you got to do things like in an affordable way within the boundaries that life presents. Or else you let a fucking borderline personality cunt of a woman who birthed you take their name <laughs> and put it on the lease. You're going to get burned by that.
1: Yeah, she needs to play dirty and just get like a ratty ass car so that whenever the mom, it's like, all right, you want it? Take it.
2: Take it. Yeah. Take it. No. Doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother me whatsoever. It's like, yeah. She compares her also, mom to Ted. You're renting Ted. a rent. You're just gonna rent a Range Rover. I know in? that seems really expensive.
1: Yeah, she's not. She doesn't have her shit together. Don't,
2: I look. I love it. I. We've all had our struggles with like yeah. making sound financial decisions. That and I don't mean to judge, but I can't help but wonder.
1: She compares her mom to Ted Bundy.
2: Not wrong.
1: And who says it? Heather goes. We all know, we all have stories about Ted Bundy in Utah. I was like, what?
2: What? Was yeah, he in I Utah? Yeah, I also caught that.
1: I guess he was active in the, I mean, he was caught in Aspen. I know that.
2: He was just in mountainous regions, just generally.
1: Did, did all of them have, like, relatives who, like, narrowly missed, had, like, strange encounters with Ted Bundy? She goes, Monica goes, he was charism- charismatic. Charismatic. <laughs>
2: I feel like Heather's trying to do a lot of like bringing things back to me and my story and my thing and no one's taking the bait, which I appreciate because I've had enough of her bad Mormon story.
1: Whitney Rose (laughs) says she didn't speak to her mom for 13 years after when she had the affair with Justin.
2: And the way she said it, too, where like Heather started talking and she was like, well, you remember Heather. I didn't speak to my mom for 13 years, actually. And I was like, damn, she fucking hates Heather's ass. But she also knew Heather didn't remember and thought her mom's story was more important and sadder than Whitney's sad mom story.
1: Well, here's the thing that everyone knows. If anyone's the bad Mormon, it's Wheatney.
2: Wheatney's the baddest, the wildest she is
1: she she Mm -hmm. she was a heretic she faced the she was slut shamed she was scarlet lettered she was she risked it all for love and she turned her back and got wild child meanwhile heather is like kind of bad
2: heather's more the mid mid mormon
1: that's what mid mormon would be like
2: mid mormon did we say this or did I Mid-Mormon. say this already that mid-Mormon would I'm calling, I'm be really
1: good? this episode mid-Mormon.
2: <laughs> but like Whitney should write a book called The Baddest Mormon. Badder. Ba- baddy or Mormon baddy or badder Mormon. Badder Mormon. Just badder Mormon.
1: <laughs> wild Mormon. <laughs>
2: the most bad wild. The most baddest wildest Mormon. Roman.
1: Meredith goes, I have trauma, but I talk to my mom all the time love
2: meredith is in she's doing like scene work We i want you to come to bobby's birthday party but i don't want you to have beef with angie k i think it's hard when you said you want to ruin her life and <laughs> meredith goes as my friend i want to know how you were able to drive by my car crashed on the side of the road and you not call or text me To see if I was okay.
1: Wait, so I was truly shocked by this. She reveals that when she drove into the snowbank, Whitney, her car pulled up, stopped, like, momentarily, and then kept on driving.
2: Well, okay, look. Pulling into the snow... Like, in the snowbank, she was not on the edge of the cliff anymore, and it looked like pretty much you could back out of that It's not like the car was totaled. Like, she talks about this, like, the way... Like, in the final season of The Sopranos or, like, the final two, there's always these, like, huge car crashes that come out of nowhere that I'm, like, this is, like, my life flash before my eyes in the wreck of the century. Meredith's car crash, she might have been, I don't discount that she was scared, but I'm, like, this is something, like, if I saw that and, I lo- and it looked like everyone was fine, I'd probably keep driving, too.
1: Whitney goes, I texted you after, after I saw you post about it. And Meredith, she goes, did your like life flash before your eyes or something? And then Meredith goes, yes. My life actually did flash before my eyes. I thought I was going to die. And she I goes, was surprised to see you just drive around us. I thought I was going over the cliff. I thought I was going over the cliff. Also, this tailgate spread is aspirational. They literally, They literally whip out chairs, set up loaves. Charcuterie they had and roadie pumpernickel.
2: They had two pumpernickel loaves, like the dark bread that's Cheesecake really Factory. good in the bed in the bed brown. Yeah, it was the Cheesecake Factory bread basket bread. Those loaves like, caught this... my eye. I like that yeah. go.
1: But they just whipped it out within seconds. There's a full. Sp- I mean, I know it was blue editing, cheese, but with olives, olives, charcuterie, wine, just in the middle of the parking lot. Oh. She goes, My life did flash before my eyes. And the thought that that was my last significant interaction at in Angie's, that was the moment. It was incomprehensible. And everyone just kind of so, was like, Okay. All right. Sorry. I like that there's
2: still, Meredith is like still litigating this like car crash, even though that was like four episodes ago.
1: Oh, Meredith also tweeted. This girl says, I want everyone to feel bad for me. The one who's been on a healing journey for four years. And I went and I tweeted at her. I said, Meredith, do you listen to Sup? Confirmed listen. And then someone said, She's Lady Swamp, which gives no fuck.
2: <laughs> what if we found out that the cult member were all just like actual real housewives and the entire cast of Vanderpump rules? Pratima. That would be amazing.
1: Shina Angie's Shay dad comes over.
2: He $50 a month. <laughs>
1: Angie's father comes over with lemons to squirt and squeeze to make lemon chicken lemon rice, and I looked. I just wanted that so bad. I was like, I want to. I want him to just squeeze lemon into my mouth.
2: Chicken the Greek chicken lemon rice is like it's cozy and yummy.
1: They're from Crete. Uh, Yeah. Sorry if we're that's sexy. We're overlapping.
2: Um, I love Angie K's dad. Me too. Great,
1: <laughs> I do.
2: <laughs> I love. I actually like. I was like, oh, I'm excited about this scene, and then it dragged on too long. I would have cut like three minutes of it. I don't care.
1: She basically says she and Sean like haven't gone on a date in five years, and I'm like, well, they there's a, don't fuck. There's yeah. a reason. We all know why. Angie as Navi was <laughs> incredible.
2: Is she the first housewife ever to dress up as Navi? I think there have been others.
1: She might be the first.
2: Okay. What a trailblazer.
1: Then we head to the real focal point of the episode.
2: Provisions? Back at Provisions. Gotta get to that restaurant. That restaurant is, like, heavily featured. Hasn't it been featured before?
1: I think there's multiple. I think we walked by. Didn't we eat at Provisions? No, we ate at, like, Tosca.
2: We ate at Toscana, and that was a it was a real shithole. But <laughs> no, but I feel like every restaurant
1: good. we scooted past in Salt Lake was literally called Provisions.
2: It's Provisions Energy over there, but the real white whale is Valters.
1: Hmm. I wrote. It.
2: <laughs> I wrote. <laughs> Mary it's... shows up in a full blown sequin going out outfit. I was like, where is she going in this get up?
1: I wrote. It's snowing like the dickens. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Truly, when he goes. Thank you for coming and braving the snowstorm. And Mary goes, "It's a blizzard." And she goes, "We missed you at Greek Easter." And Mary goes, "I didn't miss it." <laughs> Mary not it. giving an inch, and I actually appreciate seeing someone be this stubborn and being like, "I am not going to forgive you." Not only that, I'm going to act even crazier to you and i'm not going to have a conversation with you then we're done
1: it's it's refreshing to see just such braven odd like everything someone says she has to like, neg negate and like be like the opposite of that and mm-hmm. i didn't miss it i didn't miss it i actually then- appreciate her boundaries <laughs>
2: Me too. I'm like, this is healthy, believe it or not. And I love her taking like the food spilled on her as like the biggest offense that could happen and a harbinger of doom that this conversation never should have taken place. And like her absolute level of both offense and disgust and then just having to get the fuck out of there. I was like, I've been in a merry mindset before. When, like, you're just like, I can't. And then one thing happens and you're like, I'm a- I'm done.
1: Yeah, it's snowing out. It's April. It shouldn't be snowing like that. Or, like, late March. She goes, Whitney, you better come out with it. You want it to meet? Let's go.
2: <laughs> she goes, you shoot your shot.
1: You shoot your shot.
2: And then Whitney apologizes for everything that she ever said that was bad about Mary. And she said she talked shit about her a lot. She's really, really sorry. And then Mary gets somehow, like... Very angry about that, and says that she's not doing this, and that Whitney. She goes, "You severed our relationship. You severed it. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this." She goes, "Mary, and that's what I am trying to say to you. Is apologize right now." She goes, "Wake up, bobblehead. I'm leaving. I'm not doing this." And she goes, "No, don't go." And she goes, "Watch me. Watch me walk on out of here." And she goes, "Can I get a to go box for my food?" And they come and bring in. She goes, can you actually do that like in there? I, Which I really respect and I think is an important. Yeah, she's not going to touch I don't her food. Wanna, I don't want to shovel. I never want to shovel my food myself in a to-go box. She goes, grow then up, little needs girl. To be taken. needs to be taken and then shoveled by the shoveler.
1: Grow up, little girl. And then she goes, enjoy your oysters. And walks off.
2: <laughs> suck them up. Suck them up. She gets up, and another jaw-dropping moment was that Mary has the biggest clutch I've ever seen. I know. That What? Was was, that a Louis? Yeah. The the biggest clutch in all of history. I've never seen such a large clutch.
1: I was like, okay, Thumbelina. (laughs) You've been miniaturized.
2: You didn't need a to-go box. You could have just shoveled it all into your clutch.
1: The enjoy your oysters was such a... Like, she basically was like, you're a pig. (laughs) She was like... (laughs) Like, that was just (laughs) like, oh my god.
2: Honestly, the goat. I also love being on a reality... What did she think that they were going to talk about? She doesn't get it. But it's really good. The way that she doesn't get it is like, I hope she never gets it. No, she won't. this is actually... This, it's incredible that a show cast a woman who quintessentially has zero understanding or and zero desire of understanding how this job works, yet is a fan favorite, leaves and is, like, brought back because it was, like, the only way to, like, keep the franchise alive. Like, they needed her, and yet still is, like, I she doesn't get it.
1: She doesn't get, she didn't understand the assignment, which means she did understand it.
2: She understands it by flouting the assignment and doing a completely, not only refusing the assignment, but doing like the complete opposite of the assignment at any given time.
1: She's God.
2: You know what? She is. And I believe that more than ever. And the Kardashians always say if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. And that's what production goes through every time they try and give Mary a call sheet.
1: We cut to Lisa Barlow's house and it says Lisa's mission reveal party, (laughs) which I love. Wait, the cake though? I know. Uh,
2: We need that cake. I need that cake at my my 40th birthday. I'm getting a cake that says born to serve.
1: It's incredible.
2: It had a Jesus Christ of the Latter-day Saints topper.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. On a cake
2: that was just a briefcase, like a traveling man's briefcase, which I'm like, that's vintage. And on the briefcase, it said, born to serve.
1: The bishop is there. Him and Jack are like chummy and creepy. I
2: was like, that's sick. You're getting molested.
1: Jack makes his announcement. Like the whole family's there. There's people on Zoom. Lisa's had all these kids in her house. There's probably like 200 people in the house. Jack is clearly like the most popular kid at his school. So like all the kids, like the cool guys are there. And then... Lisa's like, okay, can everyone gather around, please? And then all these fucking piece of shit teenagers are, like, giggling at her. And I'm like, this is Jack. I love
2: Jack. I'm obsessed with him. He is my son. And I just couldn't be happier. I'm obsessed with him. His whole thing is amazing. And I know he's going to be amazing on his mission. So like everyone, thank you for coming. And now it's time for his big announcement. But just know that I love him. I'm obsessed. Jackie, I love you. You're my obsession. And they all ridicule her. I was like, you fucking little idiots have no respect
1: Protect your mother. Mm-hmm. Then Jack's like... Where's
2: John? John should have punched them in the face.
1: He's just like on cloud nine. I know. He's a crazy radical Mormon. And it actually makes him like, less attractive to me.
2: I know. It. He's like... Sick. I've never been super attracted to him. But like I've gotten it at times. But now it really is. Between that tie-dye sweatshirt and then this whole vibe. I'm like weirded out by him. Does he get like promoted in the church because of this thing. I think this is a point of pride. So Jack, I'm also, I was just, like, imagining Jack in the boardroom running Fresh Wolf. And what to a this. natural kind of leader he is. Like, he's good at giving the presentation. And what a missed opportunity he's having because he's losing two years of being able to monetize He's going to be knocking door to door trying to convert families of four.
1: He talks about Henry. He's like, Thanks to my mom and dad. Love them so much. He gets Hen. Pre Mish, post Mish. You were like kind of freaked out by it at first. You were like, Wow, that sucks when I told you I was going on a mission. Post Mish, though, like even so great, man. I was like, And You're Henry's brainwashed.
2: just like, I'm so glad to be the only child in this household moving forward.
1: Then he reads his letter and he's going to Columbia. Bogota. I was a
2: little shunked to Bogota, Colombia.
1: Lisa License. goes,
2: oh my gosh, 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 oh my gosh. And then it gets to her one-on-one. She goes, well, I was surprised. He's probably going to be held at gunpoint. I mean, let's be real. She goes, I had a friend and her son was on mission. He gets held at gunpoint every week. He just carries cash around in his pocket. Every time he sees a gun, he says, here, take it. Just, it, it is really thrilling, now,
1: And smile. He's probably no more dangerous. He's going to
2: get taken.
1: It's probably no more dangerous there than he is, like, walking down in Hollywood at night.
2: Well, yeah, they're both about the same. <laughs>
1: so, like, I would be, Lisa. If they said
2: your mission is Hollywood Boulevard between the hours <laughs> of 1 a.m. and 6 a.m., I'd say, may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> I'd
1: rather go to, I'd rather, I think, I don't think it's, like. She just is like, she, oh my God, oh my God. And it's everyone's cheering like it's a gender reveal. It's so fucking weird. This freaked me out. And I don't mean to be like ignorant about religion, but like keep it away from me.
2: I can't imagine that you're going into like very cush, bougie neighborhoods. You're not even like allowed in as like a door to door knocky person. No, you it's, have to like, it's like colonizing. You're gonna go into like the dregs. You're going to go to places where desperate people are looking for something to, like, save them from themselves or, like, make them feel less miserable about their
1: lives. It's basically colonizing.
2: Yeah.
1: It is So colony. I don't
2: think you're going to, like, yeah, you're going to be going to, like, probably more just, like, lower income communities and then being, like, just believe in this thing that. Make sure you give us 10% of your earnings, but also, like, we'll give you something to believe in. It's like, you should stay away from this person.
1: May God it's have mercy really on rude. his soul.
2: Missionaries are actually, like, very rude. They're fucking rude. It's intrusive and bizarre. Keep it to yourself. It's
1: dangerous. Keep it to
2: yourself. Who's this tall mullet guy? There's one of his friends that was there was so fucking hot. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I'm a pervert. I was like, this 18 year old. I was like, who is this man? And then mom, I was like, oh, he's like a literal boy.
1: It's like that. Mo- What's that movie with Naomi Watts and Robin Penn, Robin Wright,
2: where they just like fuck each other's sons in Malibu and they're like yeah, 18. That was me. I was like, where's his mom? I don't have a son i have a Let's pug she can, ha- she can spend time with tony don't fuck him please please don't but like i'll fuck her son
1: <laughs> yeah they're all they just oh, i was like
2: oh my god but i'm also in a mood today where everybody i'm driving by i'm going mm, okay
1: <laughs> it's hotel life
2: it is hotel once you're life. in a hotel long Did enough you, you become place... like
1: i'm having an affair
2: no, I'm literally like talking out loud in the car, like commenting on everything I see. Slowing, I slowed down past a coffee shop, and this guy was like peacocking outside of it, like it's had parked in his like Porsche and was like wrapping a shirt around his like broad shoulders, like wearing a wife beater. And I go, Ooh, okay.
1: <laughs> Ooh, I've, I've Ooh, done well, that before. All right yeah you just literally slowed i'm like oh my god i'm literally like
2: a long look i was like you're a fucking perv i know
1: i feel like (laughs) that's la though that's
2: la and now i am i feel like much like mary and her husband i feel also like a predator because also i'm not realizing i don't realize how old i am Truly I don't think of myself as being 39. Like I still think of myself as like at least a decade younger. And then I'll like see people that are hot and then I'll realize that this is like an 18-year-old guy or like a 23-year-old and I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm disgusting." I'm a pr- I'm a So groomer. the cycle goes. I know. And I was like, "I'm grooming." No. I know I'm. That's a joke, obviously. <laughs> I love you. No, you're not. I know I'm not fucking grooming. But I am liking some. Dick no, jokes. I'm just like,
1: don't even say it out loud on this oh, in please. this climate.
2: Oh my god, everyone. No, I've seen, I've seen. I've it. seen.
1: I've like. You can I've, make a
2: groomer joke. It's not that big of a
1: deal. No, it's crazy. Like, yeah. I mean, I remember when like Jacob already was first on the scene. He was like 18, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> Like, that's a man. (laughs) Right?
2: It is like that. Like, I saw some, like, my algorithm served me some, like, shirtless guy with a mustache, like, running. And I was like, oh, my
1: Who's this daddy?
2: I was like, oh. oh." And then I looked at his profile. and said, like, 23 years old. I was like, oh, my God. You're sick. I was like, you're fucking sick.
1: Everyone's 23.
2: um, Guess what? 18? Legal, <laughs>
1: <laughs> in Utah very legal.
2: Oh, in Utah, Forget that's like it. old age. No, I'm like uh Jack's friend. If you're <laughs> listening to this <laughs> podcast, you want to come, come and shoot, in the come... Sofitel later. I was like, head on over to L.A. I got a hotel room with the. Come on down bar. to Sofitel.
1: <laughs> Room. Come on,
2: walk on into the sofa gel. You'll be my special guest.
1: I've got an ensuite suite vertical blinds.
2: <laughs> Look, I've got, a I got blinds shutter. that open up. Hurricane The windows blood. won't open. Yeah. The windows don't open anymore. They're protected. But guess what? We can fuck. Put Tony in the bathroom.
1: They're all virgins. Yeah.
2: They are. Kind of makes them honor. Oh my
1: God.
0: <laughs> they
1: all like suck each other off.
2: They definitely like.
1: I'm telling you, sixty percent of every Mormon guy, Mormon, <laughs> most Mormon guys, Merman? you're either gay or you're like, why aren't you gay? It's like weird if you're not gay and you're Mormon. Or you're
2: gay for pay eventually.
1: Yeah. If you're not, if you're, if, you, if you're not a closeted if man, come to LA, if you're not if you
2: come a, to LA, walking under the sofa Sofitel, I'll show you how to. be. I'll take you over to the pay. Beverly Hills, yeah, we'll Beverly Center, and buy we'll your shirt real quick. Yeah, I'll take you to the Beverly. Hey, you ever heard of? There's this huge oh mall God. called the Beverly's.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: I'm staying right across from a big mall. <laughs> I lure him here. <laughs> It's legal. I go, hey, it's fucking legal. Every (laughs) Stop. Imagine if I learned learned one of the sons of a housewife to L.A. and started dating them, (laughs) flying them all over town.
1: That's like when everyone
2: goes, she's sick. She's fucking twisted. I go, hey, it's fucking legal.
1: It's it's like Sam and Aaron Johnson.
2: (laughs) Yeah, what? It's legal. He's in. He's very Look, in. They have like five kids. He's incredibly in. He's both feet in. Jumped she, in head they all People
1: always are going out. They're always calling her a groomer. I'm like, shut up.
2: Like, get over it. He's like 30. Women can't be groomers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, we need to wrap this up. We've been going for too long.
2: It's going way too long. Okay. What else? Oh my God, the scene of the century
1: monica and her mom meet and
2: they're literally like at a mall it's a restaurant that is looking like a mall food court yet is not and is a restaurant she sits
1: monica sits down and linda just starts crying fake crying (laughs) ld
2: cycled through all the emotions different emotions trying every single thing to see if it fit and then The way she and Monica talk to each other is not like mother-daughter. It's like sisters. And I'm like, this is sick and wrong. Like, you've got to get this woman out of your life. But I do love the work that you're doing here with her.
1: It was a real, it was like a true, like, masterclass video of, like, someone with a narcissistic personality disorder trying every angle.
2: It's it's borderline because it's, like, these, like, it's having, like, like, love and, like really emotional but then like so angry and you hate someone and it's like it's just like swinging from like one end to the other there's no like regulation of one's emotions and it's like you can't like put a pin you can't like pin down what's actually going on with someone because they're just so all over the map plus she's wearing that sparkly headband I was like this is 5150 you show up as a mother wearing that headband I'm walking you straight to
1: cedars My mom did say she goes. Well, she got her free meal and got the hell out of there.
2: Too, I was. The waiter comes up to them. They've been screaming at each other in this restaurant. Like people are looking over, and the waiter goes, "Evening, ladies. Welcome to the Monarch. How are you doing tonight?" Well, okay. Can I get you any starters? (laughs) Like neither of them respond, and he was like,
1: "She goes (laughs) lobster enchiladas." And the monarch goes, "I'll just have." Uh, guacamole. And then the guacamole comes and Linda just takes it and starts eating it.
2: She takes it, they set it in front of her, and she puts a spoon into it, to spoon around, and she goes, God, look at this pretty dessert. And that's when I was like, this woman is not. She's cuckoo. She's not sane. She's like...
1: Spooky, spooky.
2: She needs to go to the asylum. Just yeah. for a little bit. Just to get her head on straight. I was like, Monica goes, that's guacamole and she goes well whatever it is and then she took also people okay i have a theory that crazy people the way they interact with avocados is incredibly telling of their (laughs) mental state i had a friend who was truly a psycho a friend of mine from college and she came to visit me once and we like she was kind of LD energy where she would all of a sudden just like snap about something. And she's like a little bit ODD and a little bit LD. And like we were in Whole Foods and I was asking her like, oh, I, my hands were full. And I was like, oh, I want a chocolate croissant. Like, we were standing by the croissant. I was like, would you grab me one? She was like, I'm not your slave. And then like walked away and I was like, okay. Like I thought we were just like at a grocery store. Like I just was, my hands were full, and I just not kidding this together. Not no, like serious and actually like angry, like setting the boundary. I was like, okay, that's then scary. we like, no, it's scary. I was like, oh, and then we she got she refused to like buy the groceries with me. It was like I'll just get these, and then she was gonna get hers, which was like whatever. And she got two avocados. And then we got in my car and I was like had some words with her and it kind of got into like a little bit of a spicy back and forth. And she took one avocado out of the bag and she took a bite out of it.
1: With the skin? With the, That's she took a fucked bite up. out of it with
2: the skin. That's sick. and I said, This is there's no reasoning with this person anymore. <laughs> they've, shown, feral. they've shown their cards. And when LD said She's, look at this, such a pretty dessert to about the guacamole i was like this woman has lost the plot and there will be no there think, will be no conversation just
1: reputation i think monica even had that moment where she was like this isn't happening and she was yeah, like no, peace out she basically over. said that ld's mom was like a total cunt to her as a child too and she's damaged from that and she's just cycled it down to monica who refuses to treat her daughters like that so she's trying to break the cycle of trauma which i appreciated her like illuminating that but like there is no reasoning with this woman she's an evil person she doesn't love you she'll never love anything she can't and she just wasn't meant to have a kid and that's fine she's
2: incapable
1: she's incapable of being a mom she's never going to be your mom she's never going to be a source of unconditional love it's 100% conditional. And she and will it's never not love you.
2: Getting in the weeds with her financially, it's just not. It's you're better off figuring it out for yourself. You do not, you do not need a Range Rover that bad.
1: No, and your mom should not live in. She should live back in Boston. She should take her mom and go back home, and where there's they have their family back there, and just stay away from each other. I
2: forgot? Oh my God, her mom is the grandma. I like that grandma.
1: Yeah, but I can see her being a real mean piece of work.
2: Yeah, well, with a daughter like LD. Or yeah, you might have. Friend.
1: But <laughs> it's like, just move back to Boston. Your kids should not be near. Like, she's a threat to her children. Yeah. S- spiritually. It's not good.
2: I'm just like, all this, and then you decided to have four kids.
1: And then Monica's like, I'm leaving. And then Linda's like, well, I'm going to stay and finish my dinner. Because I haven't eaten in three days. <laughs> <laughs>
2: LD is one to watch. Keep her as far away from me as humanly possible, but like keep her on TV for yeah. the love of God.
1: She's mage. But She's horrific. Horrific. The worst person I've ever seen on she reality made TV. Me
2: really, like really, really grateful for my my own mom, oh, which man. I don't. I don't need LD. <laughs> no, to do it's that. a like, nice I affirmation. For... Like my mom is no, actually but I was like, like thank God. Like my mom and I have had our problems as every fucking Child and parent tends to have, but like at the end of the day, I was like, "Thank God, my mom was not like this."
1: Yeah, she loves you. Yeah, thank God. It's like white Orleander. I'm saying it again. I know my mother loves me. She even loved her. Charl Pfeiffer in that movie. <laughs> she <the> LD <laughs> can't even be that.
2: LD is on another planet. Damn. She had to go chase her dream was my well, that New York was, that was a, job.
1: That was a doozy of an episode.
2: That was really, it was good. I really felt glad proud of that it, it was here for me. Like, I enjoyed watching it. Oh, you mean our episode. Yeah. That too. I'm proud of it. I enjoyed podcasting. And You seem lighter. I'm lighter than Monday. I'm in my groove. I'm now just given it's you know, a good tarot reading on Monday. Oh, And then I said, you know what? I've got this girlfriend.
1: I said, Girlfriend, you are so on.
2: I said, Girlfriend, you are so on. And now I'm just like, Let's do this. It's November. I'll see. It's November now.
1: I love it. I love it. By the way,
2: your Substack is great. Thanks. And if everyone's listening, still, thank you. But also, (laughs) (laughs) it's like one person left. But like, you should uh, subscribe to Carrie's Substack. It's really good. Gay Doctor find it love it thanks did a big old halloween post
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it was lovely
1: i'm proud of my hillary costume
2: your hillary costume was hysterical
1: i rocked it doll
2: you fucking rocked you were born to serve i did my I own makeup love i love that
1: looked old as hell i loved it <laughs> wore that those wig. heels that, that way
2: the heels looked really good like i was attracted to your feet and ankles
1: Someone, my friend from high school went, wow, your ankles. And I was like, yeah, I your think ankles I, need, are... I look kind of femme.
2: N- from the waist down.
1: Femme.
2: I'd, I'd hit. <laughs> from the waist down, I said, who is she? And then I would go, ooh, who is he? And then the waist up, terrifying. From the bald fists up nightmare It was but a... in a good way it was in a perfect way <laughs> but those ankles those, those ankles those dainty
1: ankles
2: those dainty ankles and a large foot i was like my god <laughs> you know i was also just traumatized from seeing you wear heels with a, a tube sock <laughs> I <know. laughs> so i had no idea you were really holding back like the ankle goods <laughs> you made I, us wait I and said, work for it. I said... You said, I'll show them when i I'll I'm show in. them.
1: I'll show them. <laughs> I'll show off my, my fair ankles.
2: It really was. I was like, it's catalog level. Like giving like Net-A-Porter. Thanks. When I look at like black pants on Net-A-Porter. Talents. But I want them like a little bit cropped. And it shows me the model. Just a headless model with her black pants and an ankle out. And I'm like, God, I love those. <laughs> Look at those sweeties in, in the heels. It's aspirational. I'm glad I, I was giving pick.
1: aspirational with my ankles. It was
2: really waist down aspirational. Waist up, fucking nightmare of your worst and <laughs> your worst nightmare.
1: <laughs> Simon looked, brought Toxica back.
2: Oh my god, I need to see a pic.
1: I'll send it really quick. Okay. He went full femme.
2: Oh my god, I love his tits. Right? They're so good. He's just really sexy.
1: He just (laughs) owns it. (laughs) He's amazing.
2: He is. You're both amazing. Thanks, doll. All right. Guess what? Here's good news. We have 22 cult members. The cult grows and grows. People know what's good.
1: Wow. Wow. Lucy from London. Lucy from London. Brooke. Brooke. Brooke Johansson. Brooke Johansson? Danielle McMillan. McMillan.
2: Lady Swampbridge gives, gives no, no fucks. fox, Malzatov. Malzatov. Diana
1: Gonkey. Gonky. Mary. Mary.
2: Maisie McKinnon. Maisie McKeon. Mike Earhart. Earhart. Sharon Baum. Realer. Realtor. Courtney Kesselman. 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 Carrie Whitmer. Whitmer. Owsley. Owsley. Mariah Kay. Mariah Kay. Kathy West.
1: Kathy West.
2: Rochelle Martino. Tino. Kitmore. Kitmore. Orlando.
1: Orlando.
2: Nick Sideris, Sideris. Emily.
1: Emily. Kim Lucas. Lucas. Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Pradema. 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 Pradema, 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 Pradema.
2: Thank you, guys. Wow. Thank cool you, Orlando. Strong. Brooke. Uh, Orlando.
1: Welcome to the fold. Um,
2: the great news about being a cult member is that you pay $50 a month to get a shout-out, but then you also get videos and any sort of digital downloads that we do like the halloween special which are like a little bit of an extra charge cult members get all that shit for free
1: incredible deal
2: it's an incredible deal honestly join our patreon in general
1: five dollars a month yeah
2: it's great well
1: we'll see you next time
2: Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shanehalls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness smith Savadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexyuniquepodcast.